Got ourselves a finance-only piece coming your way right now. And I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you guys as always. I appreciate your time, your attention, you know, inside of the cube and listening to my financial thoughts. But for those of you guys out there that may not know, if you want more of an advanced discussion that's centered more around options trading, then definitely check me out on Tasty Trade, man. I'm so humbled and honored to be able to host a daily show over there amongst other things. But my main thing, my flagship show from theory to practice every day, one o'clock central standard time for a more advanced discussion. Whereas F cubed is very much, you know, beginner holistic finance talking about, you know, investments and credits or in credit and budgets and all that kind of stuff. But check me out on tasty trade every day, one o'clock. Jim Schultz here for the F-Cubed Podcast. It is a Wednesday, and uh, man, I've got a little finance ditty ready to go for you guys. And so, let's not let's not dilly dally, man. Let's not dawdle. Let's uh, man, let's dive right in. So, the stock market is at all time highs. So the S and P 500 is like near 2,900. I think the Nasdaq is near you know infinity, and the stock market is doing really really well. And so I just want to specifically, I'm really talking to those of you guys out there that are just starting out investing. Those of you guys out there that might classify yourself as more of a beginner investor. And so obviously, you know, with my role at Tasty Trade, like we speak to more of, you know, a lot of our audience and a lot of our viewers and my viewers are very, very advanced. And so even somebody who's like just starting out with options, a lot of the time, he or she knows a lot more than your average investor. And so I'm not necessarily speaking to the Tasty Trade population today. Although, you know, if some people find the podcast from having seen me on Tasty Trade, then, you know, my hope and, and my, my desire today is that you can pull something from this podcast too. But I just wanna, I just wanna throw it out there, man. So we are in the midst of a 10-year-long bull market. So we are in the midst of arguably the greatest bull market that we will ever see in our entire lifetimes. So I'm 37. I don't think I'll see another bull market like this one before you know I'm sitting there with Jesus and we're laughing it up over what happened. Like I don't think it's going to happen while I'm here on this earth. I mean, when I think about like, you know, the bull markets from like the late nineties. I mean, that's just kind of a, it's kind of like a fragmented dream in my mind. Cause I was only in my teens. And so I remember it like vaguely. And that's when I first started to get interested in the stock market, but I don't remember that bull market being as robust in terms of its length, in terms of its staying power as the one that we are experiencing now, because obviously that bull market you know, has its own claim to fame with the internet bubble that, you know, obviously collapsed in early 2000. But this bull market from 2009, early 2009 until now is highly, highly abnormal. And so I really feel for, you know, I really feel for all the young people today. I really feel for all the people that are, you know, between the ages of 18 and 28, honestly, 
because this is the only market that they know. This is the only market that they've ever known. And so, you know, I mean, it can kind of, it can kind of lull you to sleep, if you will. It can kind of like, you know, fool you into thinking that, oh my gosh, like I just buy something on Tuesday and it's higher on Wednesday. It's definitely higher by Thursday. Like it's literally that easy. I just put my money in and I take more money out, you know, 36 to 72 hours later. That is highly, highly abnormal for this, for this length of time. Now the market, you know, ebbs and flows over time and it definitely, it goes higher over time to the tune of, you know, nine, 10, 11% a year, whatever it is, depending on when you, you know, kind of start and stop your, your cutoff points. So the market's going to go higher over time. And that makes sense for a number of reasons I don't want to get into on this podcast. But inside of that long-term appreciation, there will be bull markets and bear markets. But usually, you know, bull markets, I think they only range usually five, seven years on average. And so we're 10 years in at this point, or almost 10 years in at this point. This thing is getting pretty long in the tooth. And so I'm saying all this, not to say that the market's going to go lower tomorrow, not to say that the market's going to go lower next year, not to say that this thing doesn't have another few years left in it. It very well might have all those things. But I want to encourage you guys out there and you girls out there that are just getting started. I do want to encourage you to consider using something like options in your portfolio. And I want to encourage you to do this in a very, very simple way. So there is, a, there is an option strategy called a covered call. Now, if you guys have watched me on Tasty Trade, I've covered this a number of times. So if you Google my show from Theory to Practice and Covered Calls, you're going to find a number of segments that I've done speaking directly to this. But I'm going to give you guys something even more direct here in just a few minutes. So a covered call is a very simple strategy because what you're able to do is you're able to still be bullish in the stock market. You're able to still play the upside if that's what you want to do. And, you know, if you're a long-term investor, that makes a lot of sense, right? Trading in a more active capacity, kind of like what I do do on a daily basis with Tasty Trade. you know, I'm a lot more short-term focused in nature right now, so I tend to be more directionally biased to the downside, but that's a whole different discussion. That's a second discussion. We've now got like four podcasts that we've got to do coming out of this one little simple idea today. But if you're thinking long-term, if you're thinking like decades, if you're thinking like, you know, really, really long-term, then playing the upside makes a lot of sense for a number of reasons. Well, using a covered call strategy to do that also makes a lot of sense for a number of reasons because you're still going to be able to be bullish so you play the upside, you can collect dividends if you're in a dividend-paying stock and what have you. What you're going to do is you're going to use an option against that position and what it's going to do is it is effectively going to trim or dilute your bullishness so you're still bullish, just not as bullish as you were. In exchange for that, you're going to be able to give yourself a discount on the purchase price of the stock. Like literally, that's what it means. Like I'm not making that up. I'm not trying to turn this into something it's not. Like, you know, in layman's terms, that's what it is. So it's like going into the store. It's like going into the stock market store and you're looking on the shelf or the shelves and you're like, hey, you know, I could buy Apple stock. I could buy Amazon stock. 
I could buy Twitter stock. I could buy Pepsi stock. Right? You've got all these different stocks to choose from. And right now, you know, Apple's like 220 bucks a share. So if you put on a covered call, it would be like taking Apple off the shelf, walking up to the register and saying, hey, I would like to buy, you know, one share of this Apple stock or 100 shares of this Apple stock or whatever the amount is. I would like to buy, you know, some of this Apple stock, but I don't want to pay $220 for it. I want to pay $217 or $215 or $216 or whatever. That's what a covered call does for you. Now, there are a couple of, you know, qualifiers that need to be thrown out there too. The first thing is this. It makes a lot of sense for you to do covered calls when you're able to buy stock in 100 share increments. And the reason why that is the case is because option contracts trade in 100 share increments. And so you want those things to be matched up. You want those things to be aligned. You don't want to own five shares of Apple and then have you know a, a call contract against that for 100 shares because then you're going to be kind of off in your sizing. So that's the first thing I want to mention. But I really just want to give you guys some high-level thoughts here because I have something very specific that I'm going to direct you to here in just a second. But the second thing is this. You might be thinking, Jim, this sounds really awesome. Like, why wouldn't everybody do this? Well, I sort of feel that way, honestly, because it is such an effective strategy. But I also have, let's call it some understanding for why people might not even want to do this. And so it, it makes sense to me in, in a multitude of ways. But the real trade-off here, the real thing that you're giving up, the real trade that you are making is with a covered call, you have to give up unlimited upside in that stock. That is what you are exchanging. That is what you are giving up. And so you're going to be, have to be comfortable with the fact that, hey, if Apple doubles, you're not going to be able to enjoy the full fruits of that double. If Apple goes up by 30%, you're not going to be able to enjoy the full fruits of that gain. But you are actually able to decide how much upside you want to give up. So if you're not comfortable giving up anything over, you know, 20%, a 20% gain, then you can select an option that would allow you to still participate dollar for dollar in any Apple movements between now and a 20% gain. You can choose that. But you can probably, you know, already figure this out on your own or reasonably deduce. You're going to have to be able to accept or you're going to have to be willing to accept a smaller discount if you want to leave more room to run to the upside. And so it's always the trade-off, man, right? There's always a trade somewhere. There's always an exchange. And so if, if you're kind of new to investing, if you're kind of new to options and you're kind of new to trading, I would strongly, strongly consider this strategy as a very simple way to start to strategically position your portfolio. It makes a ton of sense to me and maybe it makes a ton of sense to you. If it does, then I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. I did a YouTube video, man, this was probably seven or eight months ago now, where I basically walked you through exactly how to do this on a platform. Obviously, using the Tastyworks platform, which is second to none, in my opinion, in terms of its functionality and its capabilities. And so, I will link directly to that YouTube video. I think it's only like seven or eight minutes long. So, I'll walk you through exactly how you would set this up. And so, if you're using Tastyworks, it's going to make perfect sense to you. If you're using another broker, you need to switch to Tastyworks. 
But if you don't, then it should still give you enough information to let you put this on for yourself, you know, elsewhere. And so all-time highs, man. Covered calls are great strategies all the time. A covered call is a really great strategy when the market's at all-time highs because it's going to come down at some point. And when it does, this will not only give you a discount on the purchase price, but it also acts as a buffer against your losses. So I hope this was helpful for you guys. I will see you guys on Friday. Hey guys, real quick. Just wanted to make you guys aware if you don't already know about this. Uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this for all of 2018, and it's been a lot of fun, and we really look forward to it every week. And so I wanted to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 815 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there.